In our gospel, Jesus said that the earth produces of its own. The earth takes care of itself. And no easier visual of this is of the volcano in Hawaii. I was there last month for vacation, and the earth is producing of itself. It is making new land. It's doing what it's supposed to do without our help or instruction or interaction. It's doing it all on its own. It's the perfect example of what Jesus is talking about this morning. And then I also think about this time of year and graduation season. But I don't know about you, I always look forward to hearing bits and pieces from the different commencement speeches from the different universities and colleges across the country. And it ends up that I'm just a mass of tears by the time I'm all said and done watching this stuff. Because there's one thing about those words and those kids and those families and that there's just so much hope and joy and love in that space. So much hope and joy and love. And gosh, we need it, right? And then I think, as a mom of a 21-month-old, what am I going to be like at his preschool graduation? A mess, right? And all these things, doesn't matter how old your child is or how young or old they are, they grow and they do their thing. Yes, we tend and nurture and provide for, just like the farmer did. The farmer did scatter the seed and perhaps maybe there's some irrigation that they took care of. It didn't rain every single day, but there's something that they did do, but it all happens on its own. Life continues. And I think about this also when I take vacation. I don't know about you, I don't like taking vacation in the summer because there's nothing that's really pressing in the summer, at least for us here. Yes, there's still church and all stuff going on, but the frenetic pace of the program year is completely different than in the summer. And so why would I want to take off when it's a little bit more relaxed? It's, it's easy time right now. I want to take off in October when stuff is going on. Not only because stuff is going on, but to remind me that it's not me that makes all this happen. I'm not the end all and be all. Church and my job still happen even if I'm not here. Yes, I hope I'm missed, but it will still happen even though I'm not here. So I think that's a good reminder for us and a good part point to jump off into this re first part of the parable with Jesus. Jesus is telling the disciples that the kingdom of God is going to happen regardless if you do the job I've called you to do. You can go out, you can preach, you can teach, you can scatter yourselves in cities far and wide. But the kingdom of God is going to happen. And I think for us, that gives us a little permission to maybe take a break. Take a break from our daily to-do list 
or the things that we worry about and to know that they will be there the next day and that sometimes the best that we can do is just to show up and that's okay the parable of the mustard seed on the other hand we think it's about oh this little tiny thing and it has the potential to do such great stuff but the mustard that they're talking about really is almost like an invasive species it gets planted and it gets huge and it overgrows and it takes over everything in the garden and again that's what he's talking about that the kingdom of god yes these little seeds are being planted and our hope is that it takes over but there still needs to be some little bit of guidance. And that's where the disciples are coming in. That's why he was telling him this stuff in private to truly explain it to him that you just can't let this stuff run wild. That even in our life when we can't control everything, there's a little bit of what we need to do to help nurture and shape and grow. I was reading about gardening and volunteer plants. I don't know if you all know about volunteer plants, but they're plants whose seeds have somehow gotten into your garden because you've planted before. And the one that is most prolific is the tomato. And the tomato seeds will scatter themselves and just grow. And sometimes they'll grow in the crack of a sidewalk or along the edge of the bed and the garage. They will find a place wherever they can. And the person writing the article said, there is one thing that the gardener has to be careful of here, is that these volunteer plants could be good or they could be evil. They could go in and they could be a harbor of bacteria and fungus and they could blight your whole garden. And so you need to rip them out immediately. But then the other hand is, you don't know it could be a seed from that beautiful heirloom tomato that you planted and it's going to be the most delicious tomatoes you possibly could have because they grew up on their own they did it themselves and so here's where you have to balance both your hand and your heart and have the right hand but a sweet heart when gardening and caring for all of this and knowing which do you choose to pull and which do you choose to nurture and let grow. I think God is doing that with us all the time, allowing us to grow on our own and help us where we need it to prune and pluck and throw away the things in our life that just aren't helpful anymore. As you move throughout your day and your week, I want to give you permission to stop, <laughs> permission to rest, and to live into this summertime, this time of ease for some people, and some it's still just as busy as it was three months ago, but to find a moment to just breathe and allow the gardener in you or the 
person in you that tends and cares for this life to think about with your heart what is sweet and special and good and intend and care for that. And for the things that aren't, well, maybe it is time to put those in the compost pile. But know that everything will produce on its own. Everything that's going to happen is going to happen. Growth will happen. Life will happen. Rest will happen. We don't have control of it all, and that's okay. God does, so we can rest a little bit easier at night. Amen.